Welcome to the Indestructible Wealth Podcast. This is the place where we help young entrepreneurs and professionals to make, keep, and grow wealth that you can enjoy now and for years to come. I'm your host, Jack Gibson, a serial entrepreneur, founder of multiple seven and eight figure businesses and wealth building strategist. Each week, I'm gonna share my tips, resources, and secrets to help you create a plan and build the life you've dreamed of. I've been on a quest to build streams of passive income since I was 19. I was fortunate to learn at that very young age that there were two ways to create passive income, either people at work or money at work. Now, I didn't have but a few hundred dollars to invest, but I did have desire, so I had to go with the people at work and build a team. The starting point of all achievement begins with your burning desire. I thought back to the sign on my ninth grade biology teacher's wall, opportunity comes disguised as hard work. And that was the beginning of my lifelong journey to build multiple streams of passive income so I could enjoy life to the fullest with my future family. And although I didn't have a family at the time, I knew that at some point I was going to find my dream girl and presto, Kara arrives at a very chance encounter while she was going to college studying to be a teacher. Since my first exposure to the concept of passive income, everything I've done has been to build streams of passive income. I won't start a business unless the end game is passive income. I won't invest unless it creates passive income or it creates capital growth to then use to eventually convert to assets that provide more passive income. Passive income is a very attractive option for many people as it provides a steady stream of revenue based on work or money invested in the past. Passive income can come from investments like rental properties. Uh, It can come from business ownership. It could come from royalties. The key benefit to passive income is that you don't need to be constantly working in order to generate the income. Instead, your money works for you or people work for you. The other advantages include potential tax savings. Well, passive income is not taxed as severely as other forms of income. You get increased financial freedom the ability to focus on other tasks or hobbies, and more time with your family and friends. So if you guys really plan this out and have discipline, this can provide long-term financial security while allowing you to enjoy life at the same time. So think about all these ways that if you had a steady stream of indestructible passive income flowing in each month, how would your life be better? Never have to deal with your toxic boss again, have the capacity to pursue your passion projects, see the sunlight on a weekday, avoid rush hour commuter traffic. Oh my God, I couldn't even imagine doing that every day. Never have to ask for permission to take days off, generously donate to causes that you care about, live wherever you want, anywhere in the world, spend more quality time with your loved ones, help your child graduate college debt-free, take lifestyle trips, knowing that the money automatically replenishes. Now, When I go back and read these off and I see the one, live wherever you want, anywhere in the world, and I'm sitting here in Michigan freezing my ass off in sub-zero temperatures, I sort of question my own sanity of why did I use my passive income and lifestyle freedom and live here? Well, actually, you know what? For the most part, we love it here. Our family's here. This is our home. This is where our businesses are. This is where we're raising our family. We can take trips with our passive income to warmer climates. So investing your hard-earned money can be an intimidating task, you know, especially when you're dealing with, as this topic was, 
investing your first $100,000. However, investing this money in the right way could help you generate passive income that would last for years to come. It depends if you want to get super risky with it. And in all likelihood, that's not going to pan out for you. So we're going to think about here and talk about careful planning, making smart, conservative investments with your first 100K, protecting that first 100K so that we can create a nice stream of passive income. So what we're going to do first, though, is discuss the foundational plays that should be completed before you start looking into deploying that 100K. By taking advantage of these opportunities, you can begin generating substantial returns on your investments while minimizing risk at the same time. So let's dive in. But first things first, before you go after investing for the passive income, you should have some critical fundamental steps completed. So here's some questions to ask yourself to make sure you're building wealth on a solid foundation. Do I have any high interest consumer debt? Do I have an emergency fund covering at least three to six months of expenses? I like more than that. Am I maxing out my Roth retirement plan? Do I have an HSA, a health savings account set up and max funded? And then a really important question, how passive of an investor do I want to be? We're going to dive into that very important question that you need to get clarity on. So paying off your high interest debt can be a critical step before you start investing, especially if the interest rate is higher than the expected return on your investments. It makes sense to pay off high interest debt first because that makes sure that you you know save a money on that amount that would have gone towards the interest payments. So for example, if someone has $10,000 worth of credit card debt with an 18% annual percentage rate, they're going to end up paying $1,800 in interest alone just in one year if they don't pay anything extra towards that debt. Now, that's almost double what an average person might expect to make from a long-term investment strategy. I mean, think about this. Even Warren Buffman, who's regarded as one of the greatest investors on the planet, averages about 20% annualized returns. So I don't think too many of us are smarter than and more disciplined and more patient than him. So it's very likely that we're not going to exceed his rate of return. So by paying off that debt first, you're going to save yourself a lot of money. In addition to saving on the interest payments, you're going to, by paying off high interest debt, that can give you more peace of mind. You know, credit card debts can feel overwhelming because they're high balances and then the interest rates just keep compounding. Some people may feel even more pressure when faced with making an investment decision because they're unsure about their ability to pay back their debts or if they should pay their debts off first. Now, why you want an emergency fund? Because you don't want to play around with Murphy's Law. So what does that mean? Murphy's Law is an old statement that says anything that can go wrong will go wrong. Now, that's a bit pessimistic. I don't fully believe that. However, I see this play out quite a bit. So for others and for myself, unfortunately, it's always been used as a way to explain why sometimes things don't work out as we expect them to. Well, it may not always be possible to prevent failure and you're going to make mistakes. You're human. So things are going to go wrong for you, maybe often, especially when you're new and you don't know what you don't know. Accepting Murphy's Law can help people cope with difficult situations and then plan ahead for potential challenges. Having an emergency fund provides the financial security in the event of a Murphy's Law type situation. A sudden setback, like a job loss, medical bills, your car breaking down, 
your tire falling off your car while you're driving down the road that actually happened to me when i was 18 this money can be used to cover any immediate expenses until your financial situation stabilizes it doesn't just have to be cash in the bank or the safe you know i look at an emergency fund more as liquidity how quickly can i access my cash if i need to now i recorded a podcast just about a month or two ago how much cash should you have on hand that I explain and dive deep into the different types of liquidity to have on hand, you know, and how they all can work together. If you could read the blog, it's on my website, myindestructiblewealth.com, or if you prefer the podcast, just check it out. I don't have the uh, exact number on hand, but just go back a few episodes, you'll see it. One of the next steps before you deploy your 100K, or maybe with some of your 100K, make sure you're maxing out your Roth IRA or your Roth 401K. This is one of the best decisions you can make when you know, you're know you young and when it comes to growing your wealth. You're investing pre-tax dollars into funds that grow tax-free over time. This means that all the profits you made on your investments won't be taxed, which can add up to some significant long-term savings. And also, withdrawals from a Roth IRA after age 59 and a half are both penalty-free and tax-exempt. This means that you won't have to pay taxes on any profits earned from investing in your retirement account when you retire. Now, you want to max this out before it's too late. I can't invest into a Roth because I make too much money. And there will likely be a time as you continue to grow your career, your business, that you will simply earn too much. Now, one important asterisk or side note on this there is a way to do a backdoor Roth conversion. It's a little bit more complicated. You need to be working with some professionals to be able to pull it off. It's not the easiest and simplest way to get money into a Roth, but there is still a way to do it. However, it's so much cleaner and simpler to just to do it while you can just do it straight away. So the good news is that anyone with a modified adjusted gross income, that's called MAGI, if you ever see that, Maggie, that means that of less than $139,000 as an individual or $206,000 as a married couple filing jointly, that's the maximum amount allowed by law. This means that if your Maggie falls within this range, you're eligible and you should take advantage. Now, I would just pile the money from your Roth into a low-cost index fund, such as the Vanguard of the Fidelity that I've talked about in a previous podcast episode on the top five reasons to invest into index funds and just sit it and forget it. Index funds buy a piece of every stock in the market, and it's not something that you'll have to manage. They outperform nearly all mutual funds over a long time horizon. And it probably the best reason why it absolutely reduces the stress and decision fatigue of trying to pick individual stocks. Picking individual stocks is very time consuming. In fact, if you really want to do it right, you're probably going to be spending five to 10 hours per week, and you're probably going to get distracted where you could be spending that five to 10 hours per week doing what you do best in your zone of genius, growing your business and making more money. Another thing you want to do before you start buying assets to create passive income is max out your HSA. A health savings account is another great way to add more money for your future goals by you setting aside pre-tax dollars for future medical expenses. So an HSA allows you to save money for qualified medical costs like doctor visits, lab tests, prescription drugs, vision and dental care, and you don't have to pay taxes when you withdraw the money to pay for those things. 
Now, these things are triple tax advantaged. Triple tax advantage. That's huge, you guys. So contributions are made with pre-tax dollars, so they're not subject to income tax and earnings accumulate on a tax-deferred basis, meaning they grow without being taxed. And withdrawals used for qualified medical costs are completely free of any federal or state taxes, plus any unused funds roll over year after year so you can continue building up even more savings. So if you happen to have a huge medical expense in one year, then you're going to be able to have the funds to be able to you know pay for that and write it off. So let's dive into how passive do you want to be? Now, I created a free ebook. You can grab it right on my website, myindestructiblewealth.com, 10 Investments for Dependable Passive Income. That dives into three types of passive income investments, fixed income, real estate, real estate related, and then advanced strategies. And it gives you actionable links for each one should you decide that it's a great fit for you and your particular situation. Now, when you download the ebook, you'll also get my weekly e-letter, The Passive Income Playbook, where I dive into financial topics that ultimately lead to a lifetime of replenishing income. So with passive income investing, there's a lot of considerations beyond how much capital and what rate of return that you can reasonably expect. The big question is how passive do you want to be? For busy entrepreneurs and professionals that are advancing a career, advancing their business, the most important consideration is the time and distraction cost of the investment. So for example, if you invest $100,000 into municipal bonds, well, you're likely going to experience zero costs of time and distraction. You will also get some pretty low returns, typically in the 3 to 5% range. I think it's going up a bit because bond prices have really been pummeled. I actually dropped 30% this past year. So now's a really good time to buy these. They're performing pretty well. Now, if you buy a rental property, which I think is an incredible way to grow wealth, and that's the strategy that I used, buy four greenhouses, single family homes, rent them out over a multi-year period. And then when they go up in value, trade them in, sell them off, and then buy into bigger, better, more passive investments like self-storage or car washes. So even if you have a management company, when you have rental property, you still have a business that has income expenses and decisions that need to be made, such as what repairs to do and when, upgrades and handling tenant turns, evictions, you know, rent increases, and then it gets even less passive if you decide to self-manage. If you decide you want to scale your portfolio, then it will require more and more oversight the bigger your portfolio gets. Now, I love buying real estate, and particularly, I recommend that new investors into real estate really look at and consider strongly buying turnkey properties. This is what I did when I first started, and it really will take out a lot of the risky elements of investing into real estate. Now, does that mean it completely mitigates risk? Of course not. Things can and will still go wrong. However, you're not going to get screwed over by contractors. You're not going to take any risk on your management company. They're already proven. They already have a portfolio that they're managing. And you're not going to pay too much for the property based on the actual condition. I've made all of those three mistakes. And let me tell you, they're pretty costly. So by buying real estate, this is one of the most profitable and secure passive income streams for people that have 100 k to deploy. You've got capital appreciation, meaning the property can go up in value. You got steady cash flow from the rent payments. You got the tax benefits. 
I think you guys, if you've listened to my podcast, you know that there's an ideal formula, which is income, depreciation, equity, amortization, and then the L is the leverage, the ability to get debt. So real estate also provides some diversification because you know it's not correlated to stock markets and it produces returns that are independent of other investments. So you've got lots of different vehicles available within real estate. There's single family homes, multifamily properties, commercial buildings, short-term vacation rentals, and more. Self-storage, car washes. Do your research, evaluate the market trends. You can find some real lucrative opportunities that yield long-term returns with a lot less effort and management. If you want to seriously consider getting into buying some turnkey properties, my company, High Return Real Estate, can help you find quality turnkey properties throughout great Midwest cash flowing markets. Just go to my website, highreturnrealestate.com, book a call with Nicole. She's amazing. She's our head of investor relations. She will walk you through what options are available for you and what's going to make sense for your unique situation. Now, there's also passive income businesses. Buying the right type of business can be an excellent way to generate passive income. When done correctly, it can provide a steady stream of revenue without requiring you to put in a lot of effort and time, although I think that's more the exception than the norm. Anytime you buy a business, in most cases, you're going to have to get involved. Many businesses that you know can be operated with the goal of producing passive income um, and some are better suited than others. For example, multi-level marketing or network marketing is a business model that is designed to create passive income. The vast majority of participants don't create large passive incomes and typically just sell some products part-time and make a couple hundred dollars per month. But if taken seriously with a lot of hard work over a multi-year period, it absolutely can produce a significant stream of recurring revenue. Around $5 trillion across the globe is moved through this distribution model, and many have products that are consumable, that creates reorders and recurring revenue, and the compensation plans are set up to grow commissions from your sales team. Businesses that offer subscription services also provide good sources of passive income since customers will continue to pay on, a, on an ongoing basis. Other popular types of businesses that create passive income include e-com, affiliate marketing, and content creation such as blogging or creating online courses, just like what I'm doing with Indestructible Wealth. Now, I'm not creating and haven't created a lot of passive income with this business model yet, but it is the goal. It is what I'm working towards, and I'm making significant progress. But think about this. It takes a lot of time and energy and money to build up a business before you can really start sitting back basking in your passive income. You have to be realistic about that level of effort to create a long, sustainable passive income source. Owning a business can give you access to valuable resources, contacts, and information that can help you grow your wealth even further. So although, for example, personal story, although selling real estate is not designed as a passive income business, I created my company up that way. Now, don't get me wrong. It took a lot of effort and dedication to build the company, but I brought on a business partner with a 50-50 equity split. We've hired employees and, and given other people equity in some of the businesses that we've created, like our property management company and construction company. And the intention was to someday turn over running the company to my partner and to the team. And that's exactly what's happened. The company last year 
finalizing the books, but it looks like we sold over $5 million in real estate. And I'm going to tell you, most of my effort for last year was spent on stage one, where I'm putting in 10 units of work, getting one unit of pay, getting indestructible wealth through the startup stage. You see, in my high return real estate partnership, the pitch was, I'll put up the capital, put in the work to get it going, and then I'm going to turn it over to you. And that's what's happened. You see, two years ago, in my heart, I wanted to grow a financial coaching brand. I wanted to impact young wealth builders and teach them all the things I wish I had known. And look, although the real estate company is, I consider it semi-passive business because I still put work in, I still get on Zoom calls, but making a couple extra hundred thousand dollars very part-time, that's really not such a bad deal. But you got to know from the beginning that that's the end goal. Now, is there such a thing from easy money from online businesses? <laughs> I don't think anything worthwhile is ever going to be easy, my friends. Building a passive income stream from an online business is much harder and takes longer than most people think. It takes a lot of dedication, hard work, and consistency if you want to make it successful. You'll need to invest time, money, and effort into building your brand and establishing yourself and your reputation in the marketplace. And if you have to stay up to date with industry trends, as well as learn new skills that can help improve your efficiency, there are no shortcuts when it comes to creating a sustainable passive income stream from an online business. It takes time for the fruits of your labor to pay off. The past couple of years, I watched a lot of young entrepreneurs invest into an e-com store to create passive income. The company promoting the offer for around 40K set up an Amazon or Walmart store on your behalf, and then you'd get a projected 5K or more per month from the sales. Now, the company was absolutely terrible, and I know many that have not made a sale after one year of waiting. Some got two stores and have 100K sitting out there doing nothing. The company's getting slammed with refund requests and is processing some of them, but I fear they're going to run out of money before refunding everyone dissatisfied. Now, this does not mean e-com investments are all bad. It's not a knock on that in any way, but it does show that any digital asset, digital business is very risky. Digital assets are a new asset class, and they're going to be risky and volatile just like any startup. I just don't believe anyone should put their first 100K into something so risky. If you want a really safe play, you could invest into dividend stocks. Now, dividend stocks provide investors with a consistent passive income stream since they pay out dividends at regular intervals throughout the year instead of just once every quarter like other investments do. What is a dividend? Well, a dividend is essentially like a share of the profits of a company. So the company can make two decisions when they become profitable. They can reinvest those profits back into their business growth, which a lot of companies do. And that's great because that increases the sales and the earnings even further. And that can further grow your investment. Or they can take some of those profits and they issue them out to the owners of the company, the shareholders, the ones who own the stock. So that's pretty much it. The company is successful and makes money. Dividend stocks, they pay you out a percentage. Now, a lot of dividend stocks, the average in the stock market is like 1.8% across all companies, all 4,000 companies. That's the average. Now, of course, there's lots of companies that pay out higher dividend rates than that. So you could find these companies invest into these stocks that traditionally have issued higher dividend rates to increase the amount of passive income that you get. You know, the amount of the dividends that you receive is determined by how much stock you own, 
So when you have a larger position, you're going to get more money, of course, than those who hold smaller amounts of shares. The nice thing too, you don't need to actively manage it as your income comes directly from the company's success. Dividend stocks provide great in opportunities for investors to grow their portfolios without taking on excessive risk while participating in price movements associated with stock market trading. The end of the day, guys, what do you actually need to focus on? Get my free passive income ebook, you guys. That gives you 12 investments. I've invested in most of the things on that list. 80% of my investable dollars are in those things that are on that list. Most of them are pretty safe and conservative. There are a couple that are more advanced, that are more aggressive and that have higher risk. So you have to make sure that you also have a baseline of good foundational plays before you do anything like what I have there. But those are great ideas that can generate really nice percentage returns. Guys, I'd really appreciate if you get go to Apple Podcast on the app, give me a five-star rating and review. Those mean so much to me. They help push my podcast out to other people. It'll only take you a few minutes to do it. Actually, it'll take you a minute or less to do it. It means the world to me. And if you are feeling really generous, make sure to share this podcast with everybody that's in your social media group, everybody that you feel that it could give value to. Please share my podcast. It's the only way that it can grow. If I'm providing great value, then I feel I've earned the right to get shared. If it's not great value, probably going to tune out anyways, and you wouldn't have gotten this far. So if you are this far, I'm speaking to you. Please share my podcast. It makes a huge difference. Thanks so much, you guys. Have a great day. Hope this episode helped you. You guys have any questions, feel free to reach out. Jack at myindestructiblewealth.com is my email, or you can uh, certainly message me on Instagram. Just make sure that you're messaging the right Instagram account because I have a lot more copycats that are uh, back up trying to swipe your money from you. I will never reach out to you on Instagram asking you to invest money in crypto. Promise you, that is not me. Thanks so much. Appreciate you guys listening so much. Have a great day. That's a wrap for this episode on the Indestructible Wealth Podcast. If you'd like to dive deeper into your own wealth building strategy, check us out at myindestructiblewealth.com and follow along on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and yes, even TikTok. Send me your questions and your financial challenges, and I promise I'll respond. Also, I'll think you're really awesome if you'll share and leave me a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Until next time, remember our mission here is to help you make, keep, and grow wealth you can enjoy now and for years to come.